What's going on, FA Nation? Jonathan here with James Rondi. It's the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast, and we are back, James, looking at Thursday's seven-game main slate. The All-Star break was, you know, it was good to get a little bit of a break, but we were definitely jonesing a little bit to get back into the action. And uh, the league is wasting no time, James, with uh, coming, you think coming out of a break, people will be rested, people will be ready to go. Not the case. We got quite a few guys already ruled out. Some interesting news breaking earlier in the day that could impact the future of the Brooklyn Nets. As New York is considering basically relaxing their COVID vaccine requirements, which then allow Kyrie Irving to be active during home games. It's a a seven-game slate, but there's a lot to get to here. Yeah, and what the mayor said was like, that's likely going to happen within the next couple weeks. He he said like, over the next few weeks, it's going to happen, so... Um, as long as the experts say it's okay to do. So prep for Kyrie's return. But yeah, a lot to get to. We have a lot of totals, John, which, and by a lot, all of them, which is not something that we're accustomed to. Cleveland, Detroit to kick off the slate at seven. What a what a return game we have there, Cleveland, Detroit. 209 total. Cleveland giving seven and a half points to Detroit. Boston, Brooklyn at 730. Boston giving seven to Brooklyn Brooklyn at home, so no Kyrie Irving as of now. 213 total. Atlanta travels to Chicago. Chicago, three and a half point favorites and a 234 and a half total. The slate high currently, John, is Memphis and Minnesota, which you kind of alluded to if anyone wants to go check out our first half recap. And it was first half recap, and it was a look ahead into the second half of the year, what we can expect in, in the DFS world moving forward. But you did mention Memphis, Minnesota briefly uh, at the end of the pod. And 239 total is the the slate high. Memphis three-point favorites on the road. Phoenix traveling to Chris Paul's old stable in OKC without Chris Paul, because Chris Paul may miss the entire regular season. Uh, Also without their other other stable mate, Cameron Payne, who also used to play for OKC. He's not going to be active. Phoenix still nine-and-a-half-point favorites in a 215-and-a-half game total. Golden State nine-point Road favorites against Portland, 223 total there. And then the late night hammer, well, the other late night hammer, Denver, Sacramento, juicy 231 total. Denver, four and a half uh, point favorites. And a big, big news out of Denver camp today Jamal Murray will be returning in March. How about big news also for OKC with SGA practicing? SGA returning at, at will play in this game, I believe. Doesn't that right? make it, you want to hammer that nine and a half point? They're already covering with. Without SGA, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, now you're getting SGA, no, like, no, no Paul, nine and a half points. Like, that feels, that feels like a doable, doable feat there. So, yeah, it will be interesting. You mentioned that Cleveland-Detroit game. We'll kick it off at the point guard spot. No, no, no Garland, no Levert yep. for, for Cleveland. Coming out of the break there, kind of interesting. But at the top of the point guard position, we do have Gerard Morant as the, uh, Third most expensive active player on the slate, John Moran at 10-4 going up against Minnesota. We have Steph Curry at 10-2 on the road against Portland there. Top two guys over $10,000. And then Trey Young coming in at $9,900 to round out your top three point guard options. I like Morant. Don't love the price. I think you probably agree. But 239 total is obviously appealing. I do like 10-2 for Steph Curry, John. Truthfully, I don't know if I'm going to go there, but I, I like the price tag at least. I don't know if we can. I don't know if we can get there, but it's interesting for tournaments. And I think Trey's a a, a pretty good play. 
in that last game we saw him in Orlando, they won by over 20. He didn't play the fourth quarter. He had 38 fantasy points in 25 minutes. The game prior, he had 41, actually. He was on his way to doing the same exact thing again. So I do like Steph. Chicago is getting Zach Levine back. No Lonzo, no Caruso. So still going to have problems guarding Trey Young. So I like all three. I probably would lean, like if any of them, using any of them in cash, it's probably Trey Young for me. But I think they're all in play for tournaments. If we're going down into the mid-tier range, again, a returning SGA against Phoenix with what is likely Alfred Payton defense, right? And Aaron Holiday. And and, and Aaron Holiday, I guess that's true. One of those two will start, but they'll both play, I have to imagine, right. uh, decent minutes. You have De'Aaron Fox, who has been playing really well. Uh, I know Davion Mitchell is expected back for this game, so we'll see if that impacts them at all. What What is, I guess, maybe troubling is that he had two games of 26 actual and just 33 fantasy points in those two games. So... We definitely need more secondary production from Fox, but scoring the basketball-wise, uh, he's been pretty elite at 83. And then Simon's there at $8,100, 50, 47, 46, the last three games for him. Golden State matchup, he's going to play regardless. I think 8100 is definitely a doable price tag. Yeah, and I'm probably not in on the OKC guys I think SGA is a little too expensive for his return. I think Giddy's a little too expensive for SGA's return, too. Fox is fine. I like the game environment there. I like the fact that that's a 231 total and a four and a half point spread. The Simons thing's interesting because he's been good against bad or good defenses, rather. Like 31 actual against Milwaukee and Memphis. Those yeah. are like two good defenses. And I've said it to you a couple times, and like obviously this considering how much basketball we both watch, like this dude is just a bucket. When he gets going, he is very hard to stop. So I'm I'm perfectly fine playing Simons here. It will be contrarian, but it, Golden State hasn't, even Steve Kerr said it, they're not a great defensive team right now, especially without Draymond Green. So I'm perfectly fine going Simons in tournaments at 81. Yeah, I agree with you there. Under 8K, we do have DeAndre Russell, which I think is a pretty good number for him. Again, I know that he's been... In this range for a little bit, we had paid over 8K at times. Uh, a little bit more expensive than he was going into the break, but we talked about the game total. $7,700 for Russell, I think, is is okay. Can't really touch the Boston guards. I know that they're going to play a lot of minutes, and it is Brooklyn, but I worry about that blowout potential. Right. Oh, that scares me off both of them a little bit there. Well, do you think, do you think being in Brooklyn matters? It's not that it's like – it's a seven-point spread. Do you yeah. think that, like, like I'm not... I, I guess when they played last time, they also didn't have Curry and Drummond yet. I don't so think like, I would... I don't think I would shy away from the Boston guys. Like if I was, if I was like, really in on White or really in on Smart, I don't think I would shy... I don't love Marcus Smart at 6'2", truthfully. But you'll get him at, what, 2%. Nobody will play Marcus Smart at 6'2". Yeah. But I think... Smart, had, Smart hit a billion threes in that game against them last time, I think, too. Well, which is possible, right? And that's why, like... like He's in play, and I think same with Derek White. I think this Brooklyn team is better constructed to like at least keep it competitive than they were prior to the trade. That's fair. That's fair. Monty Morris is 51. I know we'd like playing him before. I don't see any reason to stop playing him now. Yeah, and it's, the matchup is elite against the Kings, too. Mm-hmm. And, and your feelings on Pat Beverly? We said it last night on the pod. Every game in February, he's had at least 20 fantasy points, so... There's a nice floor for Patrick Beverly right now. So I think you can use him in cash. And I think 
the fact that this game has a 239 total probably brings him to the forefront a little bit more than it generally would. So we talked about Cleveland missing, obviously, Levert and Garland. Rondo had two games of the last four where he played over 30 minutes. He played 32 minutes against the Pacers, 33 minutes against the Pacers, both of those games against the Pacers. He went for 40 and 42 fantasy points in those two games. Is Rondo over Goodwin here the play? What's interesting, and I'm looking, so the 11th, Garland didn't play, but Levert played, and, and Rondo still played 30 minutes. Right? So, like, yeah. why wouldn't he play 30 minutes again? I, I would say probably. Right. If you're multi-entering, maybe get exposure to both. Is that, like, a bad idea? Because they're, it's not like you can... I was, so, I guess I almost feel like R- Rondo... Uh, minutes against Atlanta did nothing. So Goodwin had a monster yeah. couple game like, stretches of games where... They like were like, all right, you could start because you're just the best option we have right now. And that was when Rondo was already on the team at that point too. So it's weird why it's weird why like that game again. He only played 16 minutes. Rondo played over 30 in that game against the Pacers. Then he didn't play at all <laughs> in the other game against the Pacers, in which Rondo played to 30 minutes, and then he played two minutes and three minutes around then. So like Rondo seemingly is the guy. But maybe he's the guy when everybody's healthy and when everybody's out, like Goodwin's the guy. Like, I don't know. Well, this is weird, too, John. You bring up a good point. Rondo, on the 12th, didn't play at all. Mm -hmm. Was that an injury? Or is that just a DMP? Because Uh, there's nothing that says he was injured. He played on the 11th. Back to back. back. Huh. He played 33 minutes on the front end of a back-to-back. Yeah, but they played... So the 31st and the 30th, the, Rondo played 19 and 18 minutes. Garland was actually back for the 12th. So maybe that's why. Like, maybe it's... It's just weird how they're handling the rotation. I think I think One Rondo, of those guys has to start. Did Rondo start, start those games against the Pacers? No. The 11th... Let's... We got good old popcorn machine for this, right? Also, do they? Because we've seen... Remember... Before the Levert trade, they started Chetty at center or at uh, at point guard. So what was the first, the eleventh, and what was the other, the eleventh and the sixth? So the eleventh for Cleveland, the starting five for the Cavs was Okoro, Dean Wade, Karis Levert, Jared Allen, Mobley. So uh, Wade only played twenty minutes, so he was pretty much taken from the rotation, and then the sixth. The starting lineup was Brandon Goodwin started, played 16 minutes. Allen, Wade, Okoro, Mobley. So they've had four of the same guys, and Levert started one and Goodwin started the other. But Goodwin played 16 minutes, and you already mentioned Rondo played 32. So what's your like final assessment of the situation? How like how would you break it down? I think I'm gonna go Rondo. I think I'm gonna go Rondo too, but I think it's I. Because it just because, because that basically tells me Rondo isn't going to start, so we're starting Rondo on a leap of faith. Basically, we're starting Rondo on a leap of faith. Yep, so. and he could play 18 minutes. And if Goodwin's shot is falling, like why would they take him off the floor? Right, right. Yeah, it's a, that is a that's a tough one for sure. What are your thoughts on Corey Joseph? He's still playing a bunch of minutes here, even with Cunningham back. He just he has a low. He just has a low floor. Like he's okay. fine, but it's just a a low floor. I think. The values down here, like other than the Cavs guys, are 
what do we do with Phoenix? It's sure. Aaron Holiday, 3-7. Elf Payton, 3-4. You said it, right? Like, Payton, uh, Holiday played 20 minutes the other day. Yeah, and he started for Washington. I guess the, the question becomes, like, okay, this guy has been part of the team all year versus, like, he's been what this other guy has been here for two weeks. Who who do we who do we trust more in the starting lineup? Like, I think I mean, Holiday is... I Holiday. I mean, again... Paul played 19 minutes in that game because he got yes. ejected. Right. And then Holiday played all the minutes. It wasn't Peyton. So Okay. Well, I'm 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 gonna agree with you and say holiday. I, that but... being said, I don't want to play holiday because I want to play the guy we're about to talk about right now, and that's Devin Booker at only eighty eight hundred dollars. Against... True. Let's pull up let's pull up a little court IQ here and see. I wish T one could pull up some court IQ right now. True. T one needs and so does Payne. Lots of pain, John. Lots of pain. <laughs> Without Chris Paul on the floor this year, Devin Booker has a 33.7% usage rate and averages 1.25 fantasy points per minute. Other words, play Devin Booker. Yeah, now Booker Booker four was always going to be our top guy on the slate because this is his march towards like 10K, right? With mm-hmm. with no Chris Paul. We're gonna get what? What is Booker's assist total average with Paul off the floor? What's his what's his like per thirty six minute assist total? Per it is point one six fancy points per assist per minute. Per thirty six is let me run per thirty six minute basis. It's not updating. It's not updating. Oh oh, I clicked the wrong thing. Six assists per, just under six assists per game. All right, so that's more than he's averaging on the year. So like you're gonna get just get an overall boost with Devin Booker. So yeah, that has Paul missed any games this year? I believe so. Let me see here. Let me check that one out because that's me. I'll be able to make gather a little info on that one there. Chris Paul sat this year. No, has not missed a game. Sheesh. Has so. there been any games where outside the? There's been blowouts. That's you can't really gather much from that. Yeah, yeah Paul's been pretty active. For yeah, good that. for him. Good for him. Super healthy until terrible break to get hurt at this point of the year. You know. Yeah, yeah, pretty bad. Just kind of pull up a couple of games last year because it's the most the two most recent games. This is last year, last June. You no, know, Chris Paul against the Clippers in their in their playoff matchup. Booker had a triple double. Granted, again playoffs, <laughs> but. He had 11 assists in that game, and then Booker, because Paul got hurt in the playoffs there, he had just five assists in the second game there. So, again, we know he can be a guy that, that runs the offense through, so 8,800 is just going to be too cheap for him. He just, mm-hmm. that's just the way it's going to go. You have Le- returning Levine at 87. We got Jalen Brown at $8,500. We got Anthony Edwards at $7,500 there as well. And 75 has been <sighs> cheapest for him all year, cheapest since the third game of the year for Anthony Edwards. So, yeah, I think that's what stands out the most, truthfully, of all those guys. He was 76, obviously, going into the break, but for the most part, he's been a guy that's been high sevens, mid mid eight Ks for the longest. Yeah. Yep. And he's coming off a terrible game against Toronto. Fine. But this game, 239 total, is one that we want exposure to. So, I am in on Anthony Edwards, 38 fantasy points per game against Memphis this year, too. So, sure. Um, sure. I, I, I love that. I love yeah, the three price. games. Three games, too. So good mid-tier. Clay, $6,700. I don't know if you saw his, his comments today. 
He said moving laterally, he's about 85%, but everything else, he's feeling pretty good. You know, he's obviously had some big moments. Went for uh, 41 fantasy points against the Lakers, 30 fantasy points against Denver the other day. Maybe, maybe this is sort of a ceiling price tag for him right now, but at, at some point, he, he is going to pop off. He's played over 30 minutes now, played 31 against Denver there, 30 and three of the last four. So you tell me, what do you think of Clay Thompson here coming off the break? People are in trouble if he's only 80% moving laterally. That's what I, uh, I don't hate it. I don't love it. I don't, I, I think this is, he's appropriately priced. He's giving us peripheral stats. He just hasn't really shot the ball consistently yet. So I think he's fine for tournaments, but I, I really don't want any other exposure outside of, outside of those, outside of those GPPs. Obviously we like Desmond Bain in that matchup against Minnesota. Mm-hmm. It's pretty clear. Do you like any of these Brooklyn guys going up against Boston? Boston's defense has been best in the NBA. It's going to be tough. I I think Seth Curry is fine because there's nobody else. Like I think Patty Mills, again, we know can shoot the lights out of the ball at times like he did last game against Washington, and nobody plays him, and he's 5,300. So I don't think I can get to Cam Thomas at 58. I know he continues to be good, but I just – I don't feel the – the urge to get there so they're all tournament plays only for me why did uh, will barton only play 20 minutes there in that game against golden state do we do we miss something on that one mm. i'm not seeing any like news updates on it so like i don't see what what happened there let's look i could look at the game flow but i don't know how much this is going to tell us yeah like if they're because it wasn't a blowout right one point game yeah denver won so the fourth quarter John, they played 12. So I guess, can you pull up the box score of that game? Bryn Forbes and Austin Rivers played the final 16 minutes of that game. So it probably was a blowout and they just brought him back, you think? Yeah, I don't know. I don't see any other way. Like Aaron Gordon doesn't check in, didn't play. He played the first eight minutes of the third and then didn't check in until the six minute mark in the fourth. Same with Jokic, same with Morris. So I don't know if Barton just got benched along with Jeff Green because of blowout. No. Not- so so going into the fourth quarter, Denver was down 10. Interesting. It's, it's super weird because... I obviously don't know. I, I don't know the full flow of the fourth. Maybe, like, they went into the fourth down 10, Golden State hit 10 straight points, and, like, now it's down 20, and they just played the bench guys the rest of the way, and they... Close the gap, but they only lost by one. So no, I think Denver did Denver win? Oh, Denver won. Yeah, Denver, Denver won. So Denver was down ten going into the into that quarter. Then right. So let's see, eight down nine. Maybe they were only down eight going into the fourth. I got bad math. Yeah, they were down eight going into the fourth quarter. So I don't know. You tell me what, what happened there. I don't know, but it's obviously a little nerve wracking. I'm willing to go back to the well? Question mark. But 1500 super cheap and in a really good spot. So I think I'd be okay with it in a tournament. I, I can't see them playing Austin Rivers much more than Will Barton down the stretch. So I'll, I'll chalk it up as a bit. Just he played poorly and that's why. Uh, that's what I'm going with. That's what I'm, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, a little bit cheaper than there. We got Mikel Bridges against the Thunder at 58. I think we can give him a definitely a closer look. Bogdan Bogdan uh, going up against Chicago. I'm trying to think if anybody else is really jumping off the page. I guess I don't know. Do you, do you LB still playing minutes? But he hasn't been great. 
Dave, Dave Young's back. We talked about how that may impact DDV. Yeah. Um, would you play Davion? He was playing a decent amount of minutes there. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, it's a good, as a contrarian play, sure. Him, probably him and DiVincenzo both as contrarian plays. Yep, that's fine. Small forward, Tatum's at 9-7. Going up against Brooklyn. We talked about Anthony Edwards already. Josh Hart is $7,200. Hell yeah, Hart. Hell yeah. He's been good. Yeah, he's been good, and he's going to play a whole bunch. He's going to continue to play all the minutes he can handle. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of I agree with you. I agree, I agree with you on that one there uh, as well. So we didn't talk Cade. Do you have any interest in Cade here? We haven't talked many Pistons, but Cade at uh, 66. Is he shooting guard small forward now? I don't know. Tournaments. I, I think tournaments are fine, but he, he yeah. did well against a bad. Like, he put up 38 fantasy points against a good defense in Boston. So, yeah, I, I wonder if Boston was just ready to go to the break for that game, right? Like they were on this big win streak. They had just blown out the 76ers by like 50. The night, literally the night before. Yeah, and then they went into Detroit and they just played on the level of Detroit. Because I mean, like Sadiq Bay went for 50 fantasy points against them. Like, right. Love Sadiq Bay. Just I think I think Boston may maybe checked out of that one. So I'm just saying, like I think I think it's fine but it's not like i'm not i don't have the urge to buy him or sadiq bay maybe as a last piece if i'm making like multiple items sure harry b talked about him on the podcast yesterday i'm just a big harry barnes fan i think he's fine for the the price and i'll ignore his brooklyn game he's largely been pretty solid so good for cash games that's fine for whatever reason, DraftKings says Winslow is a point guard small forward, even though he's their starting power forward. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, well, we talked about that. I'll keep playing Justice Winslow. I'll probably play Winslow over Harrison Barnes. Yeah, I think what makes the difference now, too, no Nurkic, maybe even more rebounds rebounds available for Winslow, maybe more shot attempts available for Winslow. So I think uh, good things to come for Winslow moving forward in the second half. I agree with you there. Wiggins is fine at 6K. Aaron Gordon at $5,600. Again, he Man. played 30 minutes. He's been okay. Nothing special, but the I'm price surprised you didn't bring up. I'm surprised you just skipped over your boy Bridges at the same No, I talked about him on the shooting oh, guard. Oh, shooting guard. Right, right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Listen. Sorry. Listen I, to me. Listen. Roles, re- roles reversed. Roles reversed. Now, uh-huh. now I know how it feels. Yeah. So, like, that's that group. Jay Crowder's at 47. Hoarder's at 46. Hunter's at 45. Play them if you want. Like they they have, they they feel safe to me. Yeah, they feel fine. <laughs> all right, they they all feel fine. I I guess maybe interesting to see what Shamit if like they started Booker at point guard or something and like use Shamit as the starting shooting guard because he's off the injury I list. Can, I could see that happening for sure. You could just start playing Booker, start Shamit because Shamit's got a bunch of starts this year and played a bunch of minutes. So I, maybe. A Coro 33, if he sees some extra run, like it's not exciting, but 3,300 is free. And then Chetty, Chetty's 4K. If Chetty were to start, would you have interest in Chetty? Only if he starts, right? Only okay. if he starts. I don't, I don't see anything down here. No. Nah. that, though. Nope. Power forward DDR is 10 7, James. Oof. Nah, nah. Levine's back. Just move on. But uh, shout out to how great you. You've been DDR. Let's move on. Not paying 10 7. Okay. Uh, Sabonis <laughs> is 9K against Denver. That's appealing. It's not bad. That's that's interesting. That's about where we like it, right? We like Sabonis 9K. The minutes have been sporadic, so is the production. But as long as the offense is running through Sabonis like it has in two of the last three games where he's had seven assists, 
or more, then I'm interested. I think this could be a very appealing game. From this might be like Memphis, Minnesota is obviously the highest total. This could be my favorite game other than that. Uh, Denver, Sacramento. I like this game a lot. Okay, we'll go on over. Uh, a little bit further down then at power forward, we have Justin Jack. So, yeah, not just Jack, Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson, uh, yeah. Jaron Jackson going up here against Minnesota. Not great numbers against them this year, just 30 fantasy points in three games, but always kind of a GBP guy that we can take a, a close look at here. Bay Baisley, all the way up to $6,800 now for a price. He's earned it, but now SGA is back, right? So, I know. I know. Yeah, no, no thanks. Yeah, that's a no tough. from that's a no from me, dog. Yeah, yeah, me me as well. What are your thoughts on these these Cavs front court? So Markinen is questionable, I believe, right? Is that yeah. what? I oh, probable. He's probable now. Oh man, it's gonna be. So I, I we talked about it. I think ultimately, Jared Allen and Mobley's minutes, I think, are pretty secure. I think it's gonna depend. The rest of everything is gonna. Sh- I don't know how that's gonna shake out. I don't know if. I don't know if. Love loses time if actually, in fact, it's not love that loses time. It's marketing that loses time. Like, I don't know how it's going to play out. So we'll have to wait and see. I'm probably not going to play them knowing that marketing's back. I, I think he's going to take some some run away from Kevin Love. At $5,900, we, got, uh, we have Grant. Uh, again, really cheap price tag for him. I know the numbers have been washy on him, but... Under 6K, at some point, there's always some GBP value there if he decides to get it going. Al Horford's at 57. I know Rob Williams isn't expected to be back, so it's going to take a little bit. But I think for cash games, I think there's potential for a safe floor, a middling ceiling there for for Al at that number at $5,700. And then after that, again, it's there's not a ton. There's Kaminga. There's Gallinari probably is your next two options, I think. Yeah, pro- Yeah, there's not a ton. It's probably... Kaminga, Gallo. Did they already rule John Collins out, or is he just listed questionable? Okay. Yeah, then then Gallo. Gallo should start, right? Didn't he start? He started a couple games before the break. So, yeah, I can get behind. I can get behind some Gallinari at 44. Yeah, he's 44. Kaminga's 45. Would they run a big lineup, Phoenix, and maybe start Booker, Bridges, Cam J? Could that also uh, be on the table? Yeah, they could. They could start him at point guard. Well, obviously, we like Cam Johnson. Played 31 minutes in that game against Houston. Like, if Cam J... It feels like Shaman is a little bit of that wild card there. Him being back. Yeah, sad. Sad, sad, sad. Okay. You're right. And Torrey Craig is there, too, so... Poku, maybe, 41. They're they're missing a bunch of guys. Yeah, all those guys, like... And they don't know when they're coming back? Like, what was that? That was a a weird update. No Williams, no Dort, no Earl, obviously. Muscala's out as well tournaments only yeah tournaments only that's fine center will wrap it up here Jokic Wait, I'll, throw, I'll throw Bagley I'll throw Bagley's name out there okay just he's playing 20 plus minutes tonight and 3400 I think just not like super exciting but yeah uh Jokic is at 12.5 uh he's top price play of the slate going up against Sacramento there uh we don't really tell you the, the <laughs> statistics of Jokic he's a he's good he's a good player Vucevic against Atlanta at 10-1. And as we talked about on the podcast last night, Capella's minutes are up on the rise. And there is, again, no no Colin. So maybe a little bit of a tougher matchup for Vucevic. Two games against Chicago this year. Capella, only 5,800, is averaging 38 fantasy points. Vucevic in his two games against Atlanta, 58, though. 
So put that together. Too expensive with Levine back. Just too expensive. They're they're being priced as if Levine wasn't going to play, which we didn't know. So I I can't like fault DraftKings for it, mm-hmm. but he's just there. He's just too expensive. Okay. Towns against Memphis, ninety eight hundred. Easiest match. Yeah, good number. Not the easiest matchup against Stephen Adams. You can do it if you want. I, I wouldn't fault you if you fade him either. But 239 total, so obviously that's worth taking a look at. Uh, Time Lord, Brooklyn. Does Drummond play minutes this game? Like, he only played 19 against Washington. He was in, fa- he was in foul trouble early in that game. Sure. So the Aldridge... Also, Aldridge is pretty good. So I don't know. Time Lord's fine. I think he's like... I, I don't know what the... Like, the if there's a massive ceiling at 7,400, because I don't think we're going to get, like, that random triple-double game out of Rob Will we got, like, a couple months ago. Sure often but he's a good player 7400 is a, a pretty good price tag how is Aiton impacted without chris paul deandre Aiton per minute 1.35 fantasy points per minute second highest on the team behind you against, against the thunder at 6900 yeah i mean it's one of one of my favorite are you kind of building from there then maybe on the slate yeah probably that's probably the that's probably a good approach yep we talked about capella again 28 minutes in two games against Chicago, 38 fantasy points. So good value there at 5,800 for him, assuming the minutes are going to continue to be on the rise. Uh, Steven Adams, only two, game, two games against Minnesota this year, only averaging 18 minutes a night. But lately, those minutes have been on the rise for him. So may, maybe a spot if you want to get different. I don't think many people are looking towards Steven Adams ever, honestly. My guy, Isaiah Stewart, probably going to pass tonight because he does have a tough matchup for him. I skipped over Jared Allen only because I don't know what to do with all those guys with the marketing back. His numbers the last two games weren't great, 22 and 29 fantasy points. But you know, Detroit does present a, an okay matchup. But on the flip side, you no know, Jared Allen's not a great defender. So maybe Stewart has any sort of upside, averaging uh, 23 fantasy points in two games against Yeah, man, I don't hate Stewart under under 5k i think that's a a fair price and if we get the ceiling game that he gave us against charlotte that could be appealing so sure isaiah stewart for tournaments and i think aldridge probably for tournaments too i know drummond is going to be like the popular play of the of the bunch but aldridge in tournaments i mean aldridge played 22 and 28 minutes the last two games i know that drummond had the foul trouble there but it seems like they're probably locked into at the very least a timeshare at the spot yep yep yeah so i think i think what you just said, I think it could end up being a timeshare. And if Aldridge is playing better or if Drummond's in foul trouble, I mean, who's to say Aldridge isn't isn't the guy? So sure. I could definitely get behind Slim Marcus Aldridge. Any loony interest? No. He's I know he played like twenty four minutes or twenty seven, whatever it was, last game, but like it's been very sporadic. And if Portland now goes small, which I think probably something we talk about. We didn't talk about Greg Brown at Power Forward. He might start. They signed Trenton Watford. Yep. They signed Drew Eubanks, who's not on the slate, but he should be. But Watford, who's to say they don't take these guys or Looney off the floor again, like in favor of Kaminga? So sure. I don't think I have much interest in Looney. I think if I'm punting, I'm probably going to play Trenton Watford. Obi, just a few hundred dollars more. That's a good point. We talked about Obi last night. He's been starting. Who do you who do you like better in this value tier? Do you like Roby coming off the monster double double, or do you like Watford, kind of like the unknown what Portland's going to do in their front court? Maybe Roby. Watford starts. Maybe I'd give him another look, but it's 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 an okay matchup for them both, I guess. Right? Like it's nothing mm-hmm. crazy. So that's it. That's our seven game look here for Thursday's slate. We'll have all the content out for everybody. James, any parting words for those who are listening? 
No, I'm just happy to have the NBA back. We're going to have the full day of content from here until the end of the year. Even through the uh, the tough times of, of April, <laughs> even through the uh, the slates where, let's pick a guy. Never um, heard of the guys that are on the team. Trey Mann is 10K and putting up 55 fantasy points on a random Tuesday night. But on, from now until then, we'll be pushing out the elite content. Let's, let's have a great second half here john huh if i had a if i had a beer or something right now i would raise it to to us on a good first half and it's going to be an even better second half and us included fensty ronis kirksey and and ray kuhn all going to put in that the work every day to to provide you guys with the best content possible for the rest of the nba yep that is true so get us in discord get us on twitter for now we'll catch you guys later